echo going on. I have a bit of echo going on. I have a bit of echo going on. Testing, testing. One, two, three. I'm joined today better? with, yes, with first fan, first patron, and now permanent cast member, whether they like it or not, Mr. Doug Baldwin. Doug, it's been a while since we checked in one-on-one. We'll never let him go. <laughs> <laughs> one of us, one of us. This I is know the podcast a... California. Yes. Uh, he's he's also podcast. one of our very few merchant sales. You know, unfortunately, we couldn't arrange a Black Friday sale in time. What, what you got there wearing? Uh... I'm wearing uh, exclusive content. I, yep. I can honestly say that I am... The one only of the oh, very yeah <laughs> one of the only so, fans just out of that curiosity, has the shirt. Jeff, does uh, <laughs> does um, the merch provider do they do like silk screen like poster styles with those images? Uh, I'd have to look into it. I use uh, we use Teespring at the moment. So you could like do a movie poster. This would make that's, a good movie poster. That's exactly what I want. Is that <laughs> given given the, what its origins? That's kind of a dumb thing me. to say, but redundant. But... It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. The, the problem is, like, I put that in. <laughs> And Doug like snatched it up like two minutes later. I just happened to reach out to everybody going, hey guys, the new merch is in. He buys three copies. And then within a day, Teespring shut it down because I guess the logo Star looks Wars. too, yeah, looks too much like, so he's the only Don't person that, that, font. that has that. <laughs> yeah, it's, if, if, if shipping, international shipping wasn't disastrous, I would actually just buy everybody in the cast a t-shirt. You I know, did, the, I did like, that once. Uh, my son printed t-shirts and I sent out uh, minis and t-shirts to like 10 odd people for all kinds of shows and stuff and but we're live joined in the virtual studios now by obviously Matt Witt as well and Aiden Willems can't hey. have Star Wars can't have Star Wars without Aiden he's been a little frisky lately I I, uh, I was holding out for Aiden being my favorite rules lawyer because he's very agreeable and that's changed recently and I don't like it <laughs> that's well, because he's not getting a cat yeah. So there's, there's, now that the last of you have turned against me, all I can do is say that uh, any new shows produced by Rollmongers and Diceways Entertainment will not be GM'd by me. There will be new shows, probably. We're always working on new content or whatever. But I have two Pathfinder shows, one Pathfinder first edition show that we play once a year, and this Star Wars Saga show. I'm kind of maxed out. Now, you guys have been rubbing your hands together for, like, well, what if there's a TPK or whatever? It's like, no, like, Dungeons & Sons could run. Could still work the concept. Just possibly we would offer the chair to Aiden. You know, uh, another Star Wars project in the works. I just finished episode 12 of Ander before Lily coming down here. I have not, so no spoilers. Uh, no, 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 no. Just, just saying. I like the Andor idea. Dies. I like the idea of intrigue and spies in space. Always love that, you know. That kind of thing, and I think it's what sells it. It's very good. All comes together and leaves it wide open, as, as they should, right? Um, but um, filling the airwaves, this technically is going to be a, um after-party pod. Because <laughs> we know we're not going to have seen it for like 40 minutes. And <laughs> I've, been de- I've been denying you guys some wholesome banter. You know, and some and catching us us up, not just with each other, but you know, with the fans, and they can go over to the show and and see whatever. So we are live. I am recording. I will restart the recording to get there. You know, two minutes before the next episode. Uh, we don't have Sam tonight. I have not heard from Jay. Ryan's running late, and Joe Gibson 
will be a sort of a fly on the wall and doing a very special, nice. very special cameo for me this evening. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, he agreed to it last minute. I'm like, here, here's an email. Read this. What do you think? And he, he likes the idea. Hey, well, you know, Joe. Okay. Sounds good. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, though you guys are looking good and sounding good at the moment. So no complaints. Uh, still reminder, and I hate to be a pain in the ass, getting a lot of echo from you, Willems. And, uh, again, with the head, it's, I don't know if you guys yeah. have listened back to the last episode, probably not because I launched. I did today. And again, like I'm literally like, yeah, I don't know. There's only so much you can do, you know, over internet and certain providers or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't, I, maybe it's just the microphone's old. I mean, it. You know, I've had it what six years at this point. Uh, yeah, but that sounds good. Know. Like it does sound good. Yeah, maybe there's a wiggly cord. Yeah, um, maybe. Is there anything on your walls? Is your wall pretty barren still? Last I yeah, saw, too. Of course, you've moved I, since I saw past the curtain. I, oh, you know, I, I, I got I, something I, for I, that. I got something for that, right? <laughs> I think the last time I saw your background off was a different apartment that you lived in. So. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I have not had much free time to do a whole lot. Now, fun fact, something I've never revealed about myself, uh, something to do with food is I love eggs. I am a big breakfast aficionado. And when I found these $8, 36 pack egg cartons and just started buying them and eating them rapidly, just so I could mail <laughs> these to Aiden one day, I build up enough <laughs> to show up in your mail, you know, ship a stack. Uh, Actually, don't, don't worry about it. I'll I, I'll be ordering some for Christmas. Actually, I just kept these for uh, for fun, and you know, who, who knows the 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 foam I have, the blue and black stuff. I got a ton of them. Like I got forty yeah, pieces well, or something for like sixty bucks Canadian. It was good. A, a little. I've got some of those on the the wall, the foam. So yeah. I did, in fact, buy buy some of that for this room. Yeah. No. Uh, and your, your your corners are your worst offender. Like people put it on the yeah. bare patches, right? But your your actual corner, like if oh, you take- I have them in my corners. But I just the only corner I didn't do was the one right behind me because that one looks weird when I don't have it on. So it, it just fills the, when it's in that spot. And here's my head. Yeah, it looks weird. So that's well, the only one I don't have there, it in. But I, I had like uh, two in the corner, and then yeah. down the wall, just like a four pack, just up in the corner itself, as opposed to beside the corner, and it, it made quite a difference. Of course, my biggest problem down here is like Messina. I'm I'm in the furnace room now. Thank you to my wife for again spending credit card money or something that we didn't have. Um, got me a computer with the new NVIDIA software that has that filter noise cancellation filter. Yeah, yeah and it's pretty dope. Though I'd still I'm still doing noise reduction on my track, not on your track, but on my track I still got to do like 16 decibels of noise reduction, and you, I can actually hear you guys squeaking through my microphone. You can hear this. And I don't know if it's because I lean in and it's coming out of my headphones or your headset. Yeah. I've played around with noise gates, but I found them disappointing because no matter how low you run them, if you ever like drop your voice or whatever, you lose content. Like it'll just cut it out and slippery slope. Hot tip. Um, so we're playing Star Wars. Uh, in case you haven't noticed, though, again, this might be an after party segment. And we need a theme. Um, Christmas is coming. And 
Tonight's theme is dog food. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Um, Making the sacrifice of a limb versus a destiny point. Let's talk about last game. And he went for the destiny point. I don't think I've pulled so many force points. Sorry. I don't think I've witnessed. This was a very challenging encounter. Players just deciding completely on their own. I mean, it's not fair. (laughs) Okay. Say you roll a dice. 15. What does that mean? 30. What does that mean? It means nothing unless I give some kind of hint that like, ooh, maybe a force point, something within six points might be worth your effort. You imagine just throwing force points down going, well, I could make the roll better. Is that a shot in the dark? How did I do, GM? That's Messina's job. But for you guys, I always like to... No? <laughs> Have you ever seen that? <laughs> Oh yeah, no. Not, I, not to he, talk about our no. boy out of school, but I, I didn't. It, it did catch me that once in a while he'll throw down a force point without being coaxed, and I'm like, okay. okay. And it half the half the reason he does it is just to get under my skin. Because you know, <laughs> it's true. That awesome, is awesome, and it's no big deal. Whereas I'm greedily holding on to them as hard as I can. When did, um, how many levels till you get force point recovery? That'll get you uh, one one per encounter. Oh, oh, right. So uh, the reason I brought force points, okay? So oh, because uh, we leveled. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Halfway through. We are actually, you know, I used to track XP, and they, the 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 adventure would set down milestones long before XP would like catch up to you. Bring you there. Yeah, and I'm thinking like, well, maybe they were just expecting the DM to throw in all kinds of encounters, which would just slow the game even more. So I've always used Milestone and stuck with it in Star Wars. No, when you guys like, there's usually, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 encounters. I cut them in half. And when you guys get through halfway through the encounters, which again is like halfway through the story, you know, you just wake up one morning. Oh, yeah, look at that. I'm fresh and shiny. Like you shed your skin like a snake. But um, (laughs) getting back to the rules at Raw, I think I posted this. Um... I don't like going back on my word and we'd always played this as raw and I didn't use that excuse to like stick certain things in your faces, but the whole patron point thing, we've been doing it for a while. Luckily for me, we don't have a lot of VIP patrons, uh, really good play by Aiden, you know, pulling one out of the dark and looking at, Oh yeah, we got one, you know, blah, 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 that type of thing. Um, and I was thinking about how, what, like if, eventually we got more patrons like that could be very unbalancing you know i gotta set some restrictions about using one per encounter was i think was the first thing i laid down you know because it's like it's a free destiny point right and then i thought well it's still too powerful to always have an extra destiny point for the party floating around because we know that uh poor depraved force using aiden who's sucking up force points like no tomorrow because he needs to spend them on his powers not his fault he is stuck being the force user right so this is what I'm going to propose or, you know, rule because whether you like it or not. Um, I like the fact that you look up destiny points and one of the things it says is one destiny point can be broken into three force points if a player chooses. So we were throwing around the idea of like, ooh, well, what if we just reverse that as balanced by the rules if a player can just sacrifice three force points and get a destiny point? But again, I think that's too powerful. So this is what I'm going to do. If you guys pull a patron point, it will unlock your ability to burn three force points to get a destiny point. And hence, the force once again is balanced. Because I really don't like the idea of this game being a pay-to-play. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I, 
I had always thought you were going to pull them when it made most appropriate sense for you. And this is the very first time that I'd ever actually heard a player request it. I think and it's the first time if, a player has ever requested. And one. in that situation, yep. Aiden has used all of his destiny points in a lot more play than other players characters have been in yeah but so just, just think of like aiden's, moving forward on. aiden's character like went on a lightsaber battle and you coaxed uh points destiny points out of him there when you threw him through the sewers on the christmas special you coaxed destiny points out of him there and the other players weren't there for that they weren't present so it was so fair for him to just ask for that at that one time i don't think that creates a habit no by just by just you know but, in that one situation you, but you've I, been kind of draining him everybody well, else has destiny points but him i have i have a bad habit of like <laughs> being convinced of something in the moment and not looking down the road like archetypes oh jeff look it up variant rule says right there right <laughs> well, our free archetypes then you read the fine print of like oh usually used when a party only has three pcs Oh, the, okay. the archetype is something that affects every single character for the rest of the game. This is a once in a magic thing yes. that, you know, a player the, once asked for. So I don't know. The, I, I see your point. I, I take your point. The I, other way you could use patron points and maybe put like a certain time cap on them mm. would be for story moments. Yeah. You know, for example, end of the last book, you know, I'm about to die, you know, you use a patron point to help, you know, Merrick or myself get out of that situation. Yeah, and you I didn't know, actually rule that properly. Like, if I use that patron point by the book and a destiny point, right, you can burn a destiny point to save your life by coming back as a cyborg if you survive the surgery. Like, we, there was a lot of hand-waving on that last destiny point. Right. There there was. Like technically rules is written. He fell At off the bridge. At any given time any player can use a destiny point to take damage that was intended for another player. Yes. Who's adjacent, but yeah. Yeah. And that was that was um I think that's how we got him out. Yeah. yeah. I think I think instead of him being crushed going through the yeah. rock slide it anyway, was destiny point so uh, he doesn't die. I could just but. I can visualize like I said more points are coming because uh, the fact that we have patrons, we we want them to feel useful. Like, did you see the last thing I posted on Discord, giving a free one away? Yes, I saw that. Yeah, nobody yeah. got it. No, not yet. Only one guy tried. I'm worried though. If Gamma couldn't get it, then what? You guys are in trouble. Yeah. Well, right. And he's already named about eighty to eighty-five percent. So. I thought I had. I thought I had. Um, I thought I had. Four GMs, including myself, spread over 15 shows. And then he names our beta test, Pathfinder 2nd Edition beta test, Archilords Envy. And I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. Right. So I'm going in there going, edit, edit, edit. I was like, 11 shows. No way, but 12 shows. I you know, wrote them all out. Right? Um, but he he might have earned a, he might have earned a point for that. To, to hype, to hype uh, up-and-coming content, even though a lot of them fell through, we would talk about them across the board like in every show i would i would bring up oh we got a new dm and we're grooming him and his name is the one the one that um gamma forgot i'm not gonna say his name um and <laughs> and and someone in this room went off and played with him while well, even had a different guy record and blah 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 and we tried this whole thing and you know and it, but there was footage like there was footage we did produce it but it never 
saw the light of day, but because it was recorded in earnest, more than one episode, right? We did um, a couple under one GM, we did a couple under another GM, and we did one under GM number three, who they haven't named yet, and I literally split the cast and went, go off and work with this guy, record on your own, I'm doing this other thing, and they did. They got all kinds of footage, but unfortunately, things pan out as games do. If you ever play on Roll20, or even your home group, like, gaming is not an easy thing to keep people together. That's why it's very popular in high school and college when people like have downtime or like they're kind of stuck on campus or like, let's do this consistently, you know, as opposed to you get to the like, IRL world. And so I'm, I'm very thankful for our patrons. I'm very thankful for you guys that now that everyone's out of school um, and even during college crunches and people that are, um, you know, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you have pets, what, whatever you're doing, changing jobs, changing houses, moving you know, that type of thing, that you guys have stuck with it and enjoyed the game we all love and, you know, have helped me produce all this content. But it is my job as producer, editor, and GM to, to not let something get broken. And episode one, we're like, let's play Star Wars. We heard the system is broken. We'll play it raw to see how broken it is. Can't be that bad. <laughs> some, of, some of it's pretty extreme, though. Like where it's right. broken, it's freaking broken. Right. So skill attack modifier being an example. Yeah. I'm I'm going I'm to no. I'm I'm not going to retcon anything. Well, it was I, I have limited how yeah, how yeah, you don't how much it. breaking I've been doing with it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The fact that he agreed story wise, like not to have a lightsaber, right? This is something Aiden and I discussed early on in his character. Yeah, and even with force powers, it's been very minimalistic compared to what is possible. I yes, haven't yes. taken force slam, and I don't think I ever plan on it, which oh, is a yeah. oh, yeah. cone of force. Like, the uh, force slam oh, was and, oh, didn't stop the GM from using that. it on us. Yeah. <laughs> there is a version of that, too, that lets you, like, what? when you force slam, you can select you allies that doesn't yeah. affect. Yeah, that was in uh, oh, did I, Ruin Temple. Did I force slam Jedi you? Temple. Did, was that, yeah, no, well, that wasn't me. I didn't go, hmm, here's a good power. Eat it. No. It's like, what powers does this person have? Oh, it even gives me the order. <laughs> he's he's separating the GM from the, from it's the true. evil characters. Well, I always talked about, do you know how many GMs have homebrew? This they Pay even no give attention you a to the man behind the curtain. Oh no, they don't. Hey, I'm getting major vibes of that right now. Hey, hey, hey! Imagine what I could do with phase and all kinds of stuff at my disposal. No, I don't homebrew this. Imagine just a, a blank character sheet that they fill in, going, "Here's eight powers. Use as you will." We'll open with this. Do you guys remember Age of Ashes when I got slammed for not opening with the opening croak? These, the Muppets had the croak that would buff, debuff you guys. Oh, and Joe was like, you should have opened with that. We would have been debuffed. I'm like, yeah, but we're hiding underwater. And we were counting on you guys coming up and jumping up. And, you know, so I kind of went with, you know, the script. And they actually script the big bads, like Miss Force Slam or whatever. They Literally, they go, wait, 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 then uh, Dark Side Rage, then open with this, and if that doesn't work, go for this, go for this. I didn't even, I didn't even get multiple choice in Draco's script until he retreats to the cave the second time, and then it's like he will shut down this guy, or he will use force grip to shut. The, sorry, he will, he will force grip the biggest threat. And I'm thinking back, and I'm like, is it Ryan? So far, Ryan's done the most DP, but. He's not stupid. He's an inquisitor. He knows the Jedi is probably the biggest threat. Threat. So threat. But I think I actually tried to choke out Ryan. I mean, force grip, 
not crush him like a Marek. tin can. Uh, but, yeah, force no, I think it was Marek. Aiden. You went for Aiden right off the bat. Was it? And I think you failed well, we did the first so one and landed the second one. Oh, I'm so sorry. I failed to choke you out, buddy. I just, you know, we've been... No, no, the, the thing is, so this is I a very was, weird conversational. I think it was the, the third floor. Is this, is this consent? Is this consent? <laughs> sorry, and you were saying this guy, I, my phrasing, and now I've got two hooligans I got to deal with. Oh, no. used to be just the one. I don't, I don't know when this went off the rails. I think it is Doug's fault. Everything's just gone off the oh, rails. Have yes. you guys heard the episode where like Aiden opens about he just you just open with the and I'm choking some guy out and I like started the episode oh, it's so good. <laughs> as one does when we've been dating. I mean, uh, gaming for what? so long. <laughs> Right. Um, you guys have a safe word. Do we need a safe word in this? Not, not in the after party podcast. Here, let me change the background. So cinnamon. Uh, I love the cinnamon bit with the Simpsons. It's so funny. Anyway, sorry, Aiden, we, we kind of shut you down there, buddy. You were saying you're good. Um, okay. So in the first half of the combat, uh, Draco tried to choke me as a result of using a destiny point to act out of turn. And I rebuked it. Then, when we were in the second cave, with the second half of the fight with the dragon, I think at like the second or third time we were kind of like flashbacked in time, basically. Um, he did get the force choke on me successfully, which dropped me down the condition track. So when everyone was at negative five, I was at negative ten um, at that last run through. And that's why he was able to just toss me off the bridge at the very end. Yeah, that was the only time I ever took liberties in this entire series. They stated, here's an encounter, and it's all in their head, and rinse and repeat as needed. And I'm like, so the fake crate dragon, or whatever dragon it was, in the room, and endless freaking berserker dudes in those halls, like over and over and over and over till I felt you could level. And I'm like like they had their fun with two groups of them and the crate like it just seemed very washy and i'm like well that's no fun but like wait a minute they're down here the dark side is so saturated you know what if i groundhog day the final encounter because i only got one big bad and everyone wants to go kick him in the balls and this might be a chance for like everyone to take like i killed him no you kill him no we'll kill him. you get to kill him and you can do it. so <laughs> I, you know like so i went for that uh and uh it, it wasn't uh it wasn't as epic as I'd hoped, but it went clean, and you guys did a really good job. But, uh, and yeah, sweeping you off the bridge and kind of secretly hoping that two of our flying players might go save you. That was such <laughs> an excellent way to do the finale, oh. though. Oh, it was fantastic. I loved every second. It really was. Like, the the in my head cinematic of that whole thing oh, yeah. going down, like, you know, like the the cave caving in as we're rushing out the whole like indiana jones with everything coming down behind us and oh no we lost merrick and poser what happened and then them bursting through the that was just so yeah oh it was great. cinematic it was cinematic as yeah. yep. i'll get out so yeah. good i love and gamma knight has still not forgiven us for not getting a seven out <laughs> actually he sent me more footage of a seven which, I, which I'm dying to use. <laughs> no, 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 no. Even better. No, the thing is, A7 Even did better. get out. He actually yeah, yeah. He got out with the, the other master. Yeah, yeah. Who, who immediately sold him to the squibs. <laughs> Here, you can have this. Um, he sent me footage uh, about A7. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but I'm sitting on footage and I was like, now is not the time to play it. 
He's desperate for me to play. I'm like, dude, I swear I'll use this, but it's like, not yet. There needs to be some kind of callback to, you know, Elmas or whatever. We're going to be no. so screwed because Gaminite is definitely a GM's fan. <laughs> he likes to he likes to to challenge the players. Yes, he does. <laughs> I, I, I he likes to challenge me in particular. The, yes. the, the three card the three card Monty that he pulls right gives me gives us this epic speech about messing with you guys, Mister Wit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um. We're refer sorry uh, for those of you that are just tuning in. Gamma Knight was one of our first fans, like Doug. Uh, I found him spamming us on on our Facebook page, um, and got talking with him, and uh, then called him up as one does, as Aiden warned me not to. Like, Please don't <laughs> say those things on Facebook. Take it to the screams of desperation. <laughs> he was a menace in our first Discord years. <laughs> that took me forever. Booted him, not knowing who he was, and then and then who is uh, this asshole. <laughs> um, and then uh, he messages me like, "Dude, I can't get into your Discord." I'm like, "What's your Discord handle, Gamma Knight?" I'm like, "Ooh, oh, I have to get you right back in there <laughs> after you after you've sat in the corner for a while, you know, <laughs> stall him." I've got to turn off all the filters if he's going to be in here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Zeke, Zeke recently messaged me. Uh, he came in as a patron with like a one shot donation once, but was enough to get a VIP point. And he wanted to know if he had any left because I think he maybe had two. And I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure we burned it in your name, whether you missed it or not. So now I'm like, I'm looking for someone to go back and start counting patron <laughs> points. Um, I was, I was, um, I was wary about letting cast members have patron points, um, but now that I can sort of cross Doug's into Pathfinder 2nd Edition, All Guns, No Glory, our Outlaws of Elkinstar game to threaten Aiden, who just joined that cast, it seems all good to me. And uh, Corey, uh, oh yeah, I saw Corey. He helped me change my snow tires, and I told him what happened. I said, you can't hear anything you say. It's like an episode <laughs> of Peanuts. Womp, 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 like act when they talk to parents. Until the very last line. Until the end. And he's like, I, I guess I'll be a today. good guy and help the Jedi. And I was like, no, sorry, guys. He sided with me. Um, but for the story, I, I won't break the rules, but I, I, I do lean in towards the story. But I don't like scripting. Now, in the Star Wars episode, you can hear me saying that I spoon-fed someone a line and then it went to someone else. Because I will say this, um, sometimes in the old days, when we were just feeling out our characters and then everyone fell in love with everybody else's character, there was a lot of laughter followed up by someone saying, I could totally see your character saying this or doing that, right? And sometimes they were so good that I, I would just say, what do you think? You know, let's go back to recording. You know, would your guys say this or do this? And they did. It didn't happen often. You guys are like 95% your own thoughts and your own characters. But once in a while, someone would say something for Merrick or Leth or whatever. And I was like, that's great. You know, hey, player, did you, you know, did you want to keep that? And they were, those two were really cool about it. Um, even, even Matt and I, with uh, some some lines for Aiden. The good thing about Aiden is he wouldn't take our line. He'd take the idea and make it his own with like a better line. <laughs> I, remember, I remember none of this. That's the whole no? thing. Um, do you remember like... There's the stuff, there's stuff that, that uh, Gamma Knight will talk about in the Discord while we're playing and 
or in the t- Twitch chat while we're playing. And I'm like, I don't remember that encounter at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, when did we do that? Yeah, or I remember even most of the out. encounters and stuff, but I don't remember all the, uh, like, us kind of going back and forth on that stuff. But then again, like, I, I really don't even remember kind of coming into Poser's character, like, really into the mindset until, I don't know, maybe the last year and a half, two years. Well, the co- the concept was a gift. Being handed a Jedi to do whatever you want with everybody does their favorite version of whatever Obi-Wan. Coming into this campaign where they actually have a pamphlet six pages thick going, okay, yeah, you've read the core rules, but in Dawn of Defiance campaign, you get 28 point by, not 25. And you get like, and they had like hard set static hit points. You know, the, the D10 guy gets seven and the Noble gets four. And, and I think that was... It's more than 50% to try and keep you alive in case people rolled low. So I kind of like that. It was nice, a static, you know, build. It was needed. Lord, it was needed. Yeah. Um, But then there were other things they were talking about in force points. You cannot spend force points to atone for dark side points. And that is something that's kind of broken where you're like, okay, uh, last session I got a dark side point. DM, uh, we were in hyperspace. So I go sit in the closet and become one of the force and take a force point off my character and my dark side point's gone. And I also was to think it was discussed in Dark Times. And I'm like, yeah, that is so cheese. Uh, yeah. they, they they said because of because of the rebellion era is so important, and this campaign is so important. They're saying, you know, you can't get rid of dark side points. Um, and I felt bad about that. So that's where I came up with this. Well, you have half of one. Don't pull that shit again. You <laughs> three quarters of one, and as soon as you get another one, that other one's gonna come back, right? Now Gamma yeah. reached out to me and said said, um, how could you use powers? Because you have dark side points. And I reminded him that it's like, no, it only affects light sides. And it, it gives you a penalty, right? Like, could you refresh? So it doesn't give a penalty. It, it allows me not to get a bonus. So when you roll a use the force check for force powers, you can either spend a force point to just increase the, the D20 roll that you get. Or some force powers have an extra little ability that you can do. That you can spend a force point on as well. Um, for example, uh, Inspire, you can spend a force point to give everyone temporary hit points, except for yourself. Um, yeah, you can turn so, that 46 to like 6 or 86 in some of the damage powers. Right, right. Um, so Move Object, for example, if you spend a force point on it, secondary ability, you get two die six extra and you can move an object up to one size larger than you rolled because there's like DC sets. Yeah. Um, but what the dark side point does is it prevents you from adding a force point to your original d20 use the force check roll. So, for example, say I got a 24 on inspire or force light, I couldn't roll a force point and use a force point on that to bump it up to 25 to 30. I would is just that, have to. Stay is it only light side powers or is it any power? It's only light side powers, and it's only that use the force check. I can still, if I had a dark side point, I could still activate the secondary effect if I oh, wanted to. That's kind of meek. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know it is. It is vaguely inconvenient. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> there you go, the, there you the go Doug. Is- Doug finally has a catch phrase better than "come at me, bro." I like that. We're gonna get gonna. Just, my next it one kind of makes sense from the like the canonical standpoint yeah. because, like, if you look at at um, like it's like the the force isn't with you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Totally. Uh, 
and it's, also with it, you. It's flowing through you, but only because it's its job, not because it likes you today, right? Yeah. No extra but cinematic the, music. But the thing is, since I misread that and misinterpreted it for so long, I played as just being terrified of getting dark side points because I thought it just removed my ability to use light side powers. I thought I couldn't retrain them, so... And then I just kind of embrace that as my character point. Now it's like, oh, well, if I get them, yeah, it wouldn't really hamper me too much, but I don't want them. Well, like, I don't know, dark side powers are overrated. It's fine. Shame on you for misreading and misleading my cast and my crew and my audience. It's not like it's the GM's job Apologies, to read rules. I wasn't perfectly read up on the, uh, on the system when I first started with y'all. That, that's why he charged you so many destiny points along the way. He was pre-charged. Oh, yeah. I, I don't so. charge you. I don't say to do that, by the way. You want to pull out your lightsaber? That's a destiny point. That's the DM charging. I'm just like, hey, it's there <laughs> for extra funsies. I already have an episode called The One Where Ryan Was Late. That's the one where I go to his house and find him talking to Mormons or some shit. So we can't we can't label the last 30 minutes of banter. Jehovah's. Sorry. Thank you, Jehovah's. I, I, I just want to flash to um, the last uh, Mad Max movie. Witness me. Witness me. You know. Well, I guess we should start our show.